welcome to Canada Obscura. My name is Scary, and her name is Helly, and this Mary, is a show. Shut up! <laughs> Look, man, I tried. Hi, <laughs> welcome to Canada Obscura. You can tell we're really exhausted. Happy Halloween! Uh, my favorite time of the year. Yes. Um, for those of you who don't know, her name's Mary. My name is Mary. I'm Shelly. And this is a show where we cover all sorts of spooky, no. scary no. things that take place in Canada. It usually covers true crime, um, ghost stories, hauntings, cryptids, UFOs, uh, folklore. Yeah, a bunch of shit. <laughs> um, we also swear hi. Um, the format of the show is we each present a story uh, each week to cover, but this week we're doing something a little different because it's Halloween. Um, what we're actually gonna do... Hold on, quick disclaimer, you may or may not hear me smacking Mary every so often. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm having fun. Halloween's my favorite time of year. Um... It's mine too, but... Yeah, I'm a piece too of... Much. Oh, yeah. Too much. Too much. Um, so, what we're doing this week is a little bit different. Uh, we actually... Why? Well, <laughs> I scoured the fucking internet and I found a couple... How many are you doing? Just two. Just two. Uh, yeah. Two murders that took place on, on Halloween. Or, or around Halloween. In Canada. Um, yeah. And they're like Halloween themed. And um, I will be telling dramatic readings of some horror stories and tales. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And no. I'm excited for it. Um, also, I... I just realized I have my elbow like in the, in the hole of your Kleenex box. This feels very intimate for some reason. It looks intimate. <laughs> <laughs> you need me to leave the room for a little bit. You can leave the recording. This is on, going. Though. Wait, do you need it? <laughs> yeah, it might be. Oh damn it! I was gonna throw it across the room. Yeah. <laughs> like I said during last week's episode, because this is a big session. I'm still flicking sick on day ten, and my throat is lumpy and disgusting, and I'm like sniffly. <laughs> I was like caressing Mary's throat so much. So I was like, do you feel my tassels? Are they still swollen? I'm Uh, like, Mary, I am not a doctor. It still feels like sandpaper. It's still a bit swollen, but it's not as bad as it was. Anyway, um, usually here's a trigger warning. Just, uh, I don't know if we're going to quite reach all of them this time, but usually keep an eye out for, um, well, murder, murder, sexual assault, assault, child abuse, torture, violence, violence, for sure. Um, Guns involved in one of mine and oh. uh mm. Ooh. no. Stop. Hope you know that I'm gonna put in a ghost track the entire fucking time. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. I haven't been able to <laughs> uh, genuinely enjoy Halloween this time around, and so it which really it makes me sad. Maybe I'll get yeah. to the spooky feeling next week. But like usually at this point, well, life I'm has been. I was terrible, supposed to yeah. do a Halloween thing. The, actually today so we were we weren't going to record today yeah um but things kind of changed and instead of doing one thing uh, my friend's boyfriend wanted to do another because it was just more convenient based yeah, on yeah. location but i'm like i'm not gonna i have very limited income right now yeah being that i'm in placement so chose um, one like <laughs> yeah so they chose that one because it was more convenient i'm like okay like so i'm just not i'm gonna skip that yeah. because even though i'd be paying more for the one i wanted to do it's something i've never done yeah it's actually the legends of horror thing at casaloma i haven't oh! done that casaloma is really cool right i want to do that yeah so either. like i want i was we were talking about doing that but then they wanted to do um the wonderland one at 
Halloween haunt, which I've done Ugh. many times. It's not it's that not great. It's not good, no. Because... I like the interior design in some of them. Yeah, yeah. That's the, what I focus Some on. of the mazes are cool. Um, a lot of them haven't changed, so it gets really stale. Yeah. Uh, but... Oh, yeah. If, some of them, I knew them like the back of my fucking hand. Yeah, but you know what? If you, if you hadn't gone, it's really a cool thing because it's basically oh, yeah. it's a theme park yeah right but at night so some of the rides are running but then they'll put up these basically haunted mazes um and yeah. a lot of them are really cleverly done i think my favorite they changed it so it's not as nice anymore oh. but it was like the jack the ripper one oh. and it was mostly outdoors so you would be walking outside and it would be like victorian streets with like well. the lamps and then you would go into like a victorian like pub what um, the fuck? That was the first year they had it. It was near like where they have the like the big amphitheater where they host host uh, host. Wow, that was really Canadian sounding. Same host. <laughs> With I've never seen that. I went like seven years apart. Half of them were the same. Yeah. Or same no, enough. they changed. They changed it after that. And and there was a zombie one that was also near the same area, so it was really mm. open, mm. and that was really cool. But then. The next time I went, they had moved that somewhere else, and it wasn't as good. Um, and the problem with that is um, you're not going in and, like, just your group of friends, like a normal kind of haunted house attraction. Okay. You're going in with a huge yeah. line of people. Yeah. So there's no, like, they don't stop because there's such a high volume, they can't. No, you're herded in. Yeah, so there's a low chance of someone trying to scare you because there's so many other people there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, I don't scare easily. No, neither do I. I get real snarky like once and I was genuinely starving we were in this one and like there are people like actors walking around carrying like fake body parts and stuff yeah this guy comes up to me to try and scare me I'm like can I have that leg I'm so hungry right now yeah. <laughs> um actually last year we did go um and the funnest part oh, was watching too. the show yeah I did too yeah yeah I went with uh my friends Chantel and Nicole and I can call them out. Actually, they started listening. Uh, well, oh. Chantel did, I think. Maybe. Hello. Welcome. I'm um, sorry. I know Dylan started listening, so I'm like, finally, Yay. I can stop calling you out now. <laughs> you know what? Um, the, the one friend I went with, Nisha from oh, that week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was really oh. funny because, like, earlier this week, I was completely swamped with work. So I was, like, on Snapchat after I had crushed through five different things in <laughs> six hours. And that was after helping my friend move. So it was, like, I, I got up early. I was sick as fuck. I helped her, like, unpack all these boxes or whatever. And, we like, we actually started watching. We were, like, let's put on something in the background, just something dumb. So we chose, like, a Netflix show or yeah. whatever it was on Netflix, rather. And it's called Zumbo's Just Desserts. And we got so... <laughs> fucking like engrossed in it we were we got like halfway through the season and we oh were screaming God. at the tv like we we were so anyway i went home i crushed through five different things and there was like two assignments like two term assignments and studying for a midterm or whatever oh, i snapchatted okay. everybody and her included and she was out of everybody because I, I i was obnoxious said to everyone being like look at me i did it um, i didn't really i i don't really use snapchat i all. didn't either but yeah. the last couple of weeks i have been a lot more because i'm, I'm finding a lot of people are moving there oh just out of ease but um for them i think yeah. it's such a fucking buggy platform but anyway <laughs> she was the only one that was like five things in six hours yeah you're still doing this in true mary fashion i was like stop <laughs> you're so right i couldn't stop laughing everyone else was like you can do it you go girl and she's like oh my god mary and i'm like <laughs> okay you know me well um but yeah uh usually at this point i would have 
pulled all the spoop out of my closet. I have a lot of Halloween themed clothing. I'm not ashamed to say. It's I have just a lot your of, normal clothing. It's my normal clothing for the most part. Um, I also have a lot of vampy type makeup. I usually yeah. spend a lot of time doing these really like. I got like, this yeah. liquid lipstick, in like a dark, dark like oxblood color, oh. and the color is called Roseblood. For what company? I was it maybelline maybe or like it was just it was like 11 bucks nice stays on relatively well except for the butthole starts flaking off if you eat yeah Yeah. especially anything greasy oh yeah but um yeah you will shelly can attest like i yeah i usually do like dark eyeshadow got bloody lipstick i've got more dark lipstick than light. Yeah. Um, well, light lipsticks don't yeah. me. <laughs> and I usually decorate. I do need to put Reggie out. We did say a couple of podcasts ago I will post a, po- a picture. As of soon your as- son? Of my son, Reginald. As soon as he is dressed and outside, because, like, I have to... <laughs> I'm going to do that maybe during the reading week, which starts... For me, this is a week prior, so this is the week that I have my reading week. I might actually just do the pumpkins and all. Just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And put Reggie out there, because he has a little sailor outfit, which is a baby outfit. Anyway, um, but I haven't been able to. That was what all that was about. Yes. Um, So when we post this, two days from today um, is Halloween, and I'll be... No, this isn't... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, I got confused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I'll be in class. So what I did was I got my brother a costume, which is a big cup of ramen noodles. I think you've mentioned this in the... Uh, Yeah, but I wanted it. But because I'm going to be in a class in a lecture hall and I can't do that. Sorry, so I'm just picturing. I don't picturing. have a costume. Usually I've had my costume already figured out and like all done by now because yeah. I love Halloween. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I'm sad. So. Well, yeah, I want, I kind of wanted to dress up, but here's the thing. Because I'm in a lab now. So I've yeah. got a lab coat on and you have to have, it's a safety thing. You have yeah. like, bruh, the specimen sometimes we handle. We, no, lab yeah, coat yeah. stays on. But yeah. I'm like. What can I do that I can, I mean, I guess I can, I don't know. Maybe I won't do anything. Maybe I'll just put on Mad vampy. scientist. Uh, I don't know. You have to tease the shit out of your hair. Mm-hmm. It's basically, you'll be walking my in hair, people like, what are I you doing? Going as yourself. Basically. Let's be real. With my dark circles, I just won't put concealer on. Oh, yeah. Right before That's we started recording, we were like, oh, my God, we have matching dark under yeah. eye circles. Also. You look exhausted. Before we go on for too long, there was something I wanted to say. Yeah. Um. I'm sure you've heard of it at some point because everyone's talking about it. A haunt, The Haunting on House Hill. I want to watch it so bad. I started it. Is it good? It's it's very engaging. Like, yeah. Okay. It's subtle, and that's yeah. what I like about it. It's not all like... <laughs> yeah. Like, what I love most about ghost stories is, like, the creepy unknown. Yeah. And it plays out like... A mystery. Yeah. Because you want to know, you're like, what is going on? Yeah. The horror, people have, apparently people are like saying they're vomiting and blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah, only, but they said that about a lot of shit. Yeah, but also I'm only two episodes in um, and they do oh. show, because uh, one of the characters, it's not really a spoiler, but one of the characters um, is a mortician. Okay. I think, or like she runs a funeral home. Mm. Um, so they do show like kind of part of the process, and there's a like cutting open the body bit. Oh. So it's like gruesome, but it's like medical gruesome. Because um, some people can't handle that. Yeah. So maybe that's where all the pukey is coming from. Yeah, I mean they're not like it's not they're not glorifying the gore. It's not particularly gory compared to other horror stuff. Yeah. Um, but they're not shy about it either. Okay. So that might be why, but 
can't find. Well, Netflix released two series, like uh, either a couple days from each other or like a week from each other. Haunting on Hill House, mm-hmm. whatever it's called, yeah. and Haunted. Oh, they came up with. Uh, I, I thought I was like, what? Haunted. I checked it out. Um, I haven't watched it, but I checked. It's a season, and it, yeah. it tells like like haunted ghost stories or real ghost stories. Or something oh, like. but, um, okay. I don't know. I'm excited to watch all of it. I haven't watched yeah. a single horror movie this month. I, well, but yeah, you know same. what? I watch horror movies all the time. But yeah. I haven't watched anything. So no, but Haunting on Hill House, it's... And, like, there's also, you know, family drama thrown in there just to make um, the characters... The characters more human, right? Yeah. Because you, you get involved too. in their lives, so yeah. you care about them. But it's eerie. Like, the tone of it, everything about it is oh, just kind wait. of subtle eerie. I can't wait. Monday. Yeah. Monday. Monday. Also, this isn't... A spoiler, because it's just a random thing. Well, not a random thing, but it's a thing that happens. But if you recall back on Mary's birthday special episode, um, you told the story about hearing the banging yeah. on, and then goes around. Yeah. That happened. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. That happened in, in the show. Fuck me. I Still think, one of the weirdest things that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And- I'm fucking weird, man. Yeah. When I watched that, I was like, holy shit. So it's not just me. <laughs> Other people have experienced or thought of it before. Because, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just the one st- a standing out thing for me was that I had somebody on Skype who heard Ed witness yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was oh, like... Oh, wait. You're talking about me in my room. Yeah, it was me your, Yeah, it was in your room where you're saying it went like around, around, around. around. Yeah, because yeah. This, I I think I also talked about me being in this actual yeah. room where it was all over the walls too, and I was on Skype with my friend. Yeah, and she heard and saw all of it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, I want to move out <laughs> for anyway. more reasons than just that. But I mean, oh, well, let's not yeah. get into it. Oh fuck me! <laughs> I'll sit here and fucking. Um. So I am going to be doing. A couple of short stories. Fuck me, I keep losing it. Ugh, there it is. <laughs> um, they're short, they're silly, but I will be doing dramatic readings. Oh, I'm no. not gonna do the fucking Dracula voice, so. Good, because people need to understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, I fucking, I still love that. Okay, let me shuffle closer. Oh, my back, oh. All right. Now that I've gotten close and comfortable. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm going to read a story called Darkness in the Rearview Mirror. (laughs) In the summer of 2013, I found myself driving home alone on the Highway 902 from a party. It was almost midnight, and needless to say, it was pitch black. As as (laughs) As was usual at night, I was on edge. I had the radio off, and I could hear nothing but the muffled roar... The fuck? <laughs> the muffled roar of tires on pavement and the dull hum of the engine. I stole a glance into the middle rearview mirror and saw nothing but darkness through the back window. I know that I looked backward and saw nothing. I'm sure of it. Just a seemingly endless blackness of the night. I remember it so clearly because not ten seconds later, a car passed me to the left, headlights on. I had one of those sudden adrenaline rushes like when you think you see a person outside your bedroom window when it's just a tree, or when you start awake at night and the feeling of falling. Ten seconds earlier, nothing had been behind me. Suddenly, a car. I drove the rest of the way home, shivering and knowing something was off. The next morning, I found two sets of scratches near the back of my van. One was on the left rear, one was on the right. The car was pretty old. They could have been there for months, but that was the first time that I distinctly remembered seeing them. In hindsight, there were two possibilities for what happened that night. 
possibly possibility one. By some glitch in reality, or something paranormal, this other car had somehow appeared behind me within ten seconds of me checking my mirror. Like some weird ghost crap or something. However, the second option is what makes my blood run cold whenever I consider it. It didn't even occur to me until months after the fact, but it makes me dread driving alone at night even, even more. Possibility <laughs> two. The car was normal. It had approached me from the rear and passed me to my left. However, something large and wide and as black as the night had been clinging to the rear of my car, obscuring my view through the window and leaving deep scratches on the sides. And I had inadvertently driven it home with me. Dun, dun, dun. You know what? <coughs> wow. That was not a burp. <coughs> oh my god. Sorry about that. Is there a lung over there? No. Yeah, no. Right, I coughed it up and it flew across the room. <laughs> Fucking useless um, bag of air. Or no air. I don't remember the name of this it's a manga author, artist, who draws like writes the creepiest no after I did this like a couple podcasts ago Joey texted me being like LMA all the fucking bottle to the microphone you piece of shit and I was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I have to find a bit like there's he writes like the creepiest some some of them are short stories and then mm-hmm. some of them are like a long serial but there's one that's kind of like um you know when you get that feeling that there's something like creeping up the window sometimes it's definitely better not to check and there's there was a story with a nurse who was i think in like the maternity ward and sees like just this baby crawling around and it's like well that's not right oh no but then she's like she really i think uh, the story goes like she said she's heard some things from her colleagues like not to look if they see that and so she just like is like stiffly walking away and Mm -hmm. then the the next panel shows like the front view of the baby and it's like this monstrous ghost baby thing oh my god so it's like yeah she shouldn't have looked or um same like you walk by a window and you're like is there something on the window and then you're like i know it's nothing you walk by and it shows like outside there's this like creepy monster thing oh my god So that's kind of what it reminds me of, of the monster clinging to the window. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Also, ghost car glitch thing. There, I've actually seen a video where, I think it's like supposed to be traffic cam footage. Right. Um, I don't know if you've seen this video, but it's like a car is making a left-hand turn at an intersection. And mm. then literally out of nowhere, like there were no cars it just flew. Yeah, there I was saw another that. car that rammed into it. Yeah, I saw that. And it's like you see the impact, you see the car, but where the fuck did the car come from? Yeah, it's like it's glitch fucked. in the matrix. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked or very well edited. Yeah, I mean, edited it. It's not that hard to edit because it's trash quality anyway. Mm-hmm. So you can hide the. It's toaster. You could just pixelate it, and it looks yeah. toaster. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Are you ready for the second dramatic reading? Dramatic. Dramatic. This is called It Started as a Leak. The rainy Same? Se- I know, right? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> the rainy. Okay, let me see. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. It started as a leak. The rainy season began in early summer, and June had been no exception. It did not surprise the man when he discovered rainwater dripping from his dining room ceiling. Shrugging it off, he placed a tall pot beneath the leak and expected it to stop on its own. However, it continued to rain. 
and before he knew it, the pot was threatened to overflow. He had to dump the water out first thing in the morning and straight after he returned home from work. Eventually, he began to notice water damage at the source of the leak. The white ceiling had discolored, turning a dull shade of brown. He checked the weather and realized that it would continue to rain sporadically over the next 10 days. So FML. Yeah. The man was worried about the ceiling milled Mil, mil, mildewing, mildewing? Oh, mildewing. Oh, mildewing. Yeah, okay. The ceiling mildewing and becoming... that's a word. Mildewing. Yeah. I don't know. Mildewing and becoming an expensive repair, so he called a local handyman. Unfortunately, the man could not sign to have the repairs done. Only his landlord could. It was a frustrating policy. The man called his landlord, but could not reach him. He left him a few voicemails detailing how the damage was becoming progressively worse. The man was clueless as to why his landlord would not return his calls. They usually kept in touch, speaking at least twice a month. Finally, he reasoned that he would not be held accountable for any damages sustained. One night, the man was startled awake by a massive thump. He quickly turned on his bedside lamp, and just vaguely, he could see an overturned table and a large shape laying across it. He sprinted out of his apartment and called the police, gagging at the smell. Oh, no. The man sat at the police station with a blanket wrapped around his shoulders and a coffee mug resting in his hands. He didn't know one thing. There had been a dead body in his ceiling, and the water had saturated it so badly that it caved under the weight. So far, the body was unidentifiable due to the rainwater and was being autopsied. While the man waited, he called his landlord and finally reached him, panicking as he explained the situation. His landlord was just as alarmed, and the man pleaded for him to come to the station while he made his statement. The man paused as a detective crossed over to him, and he lowered his phone, wondering if the body had been identified. His blood ran immediately cold, and he shook his head with terror. The body belonged to Richard Thompson, his landlord, and he had died over a year ago. That's not what disturbed him the most. If his landlord was dead, then who was pretending to be him? Dun, dun, dun. Then who was for... No. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was that. It's not really. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get the twist. Yeah. I get the twist, but it's also like, um. Well, what they twist? Now you, now you know that um, the dude who killed him was probably pretending to be him. So yeah, I know. Um, those are some clues for the police. Right. Right? Yeah, so it's not really as like no 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 no. Yeah. 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 I don't know. This these are so silly, but we picked these silly ones on purpose because they're <laughs> creepy but fun. You know, Heck. they're fun. Creepyish. Oh my aunt called me again. Oh know. my god. Okay. We'll pause. Alright, so we're gonna have a slight unfun intermission with mm. the true crime part mm-hmm. one of the halloween murders um because real dead people not fictional not bodies fictional in ceilings that were your landlords from a year ago go ahead <laughs> okay so uh this is something that happened at a halloween party in regina in the in october in the october in the october of 2013, I think this was uh, this was maybe October 28th ish. Um, so reportedly, a fight had broken out involving around 20 to 30 people, possibly even 40 people. Jesus! Police were called to the area because that's a huge as fuck fight. Yeah, fuck man. And also, neighbors reported hearing multiple gunshots. Oh, go fuck! So the end result of this 
um, was the death of an 18-year-old partygoer, Nolan Tanner. He was shot six times. I think one report said that he was apparently shot by a sawed-off shotgun. Oh, fuck. Which is ouch. Yeah. (laughs) To say the least. Jesus. Um, The perpetrator was Elijah Noname? Noname? Uh, where is it? No name or no name. That dead ass looks like no name. That's yeah. so funny. Um, so Elijah or no name was age twenty four, and again Nolan Tanner was age eighteen. Um, allegedly during the huge ass fuck fight, uh, Tanner had attacked and stabbed No Name, who then reacted by shooting him. Oh my god. So the fact that No Name was had fired the shots was not in dispute. Mm. They acknowledged that, like, yeah, it was. Um, but his defense was that it was self-defense. Mm. Because apparently, I I don't know, the, the reports that I looked at, like, they weren't very detailed. I looked no. at three articles and they basically all said the same thing. Yeah. Um, so there's not really much, because I'm like, if, I mean, if he was stabbed, I'm pretty sure there's evidence of him being stabbed. Yes. <laughs> it maybe just a little bit. Unless, I swear I've been stabbed, sir. I swear I was. like. Unless if it was an attempted stabbing and they misreport. I don't know. But it, did he die? No name? No, Tanner no. was killed. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yes. okay, okay, yeah, yeah, Um. No name. <laughs> I wonder so, if, like, the journalist just put, like, Elijah, no name. With the intention of going back and fixing it. Oh, yeah. So I've done that before. But I'm like, insert title here. And then there's like a big circle from like the fucking TA. Yeah. Like, you forgot to insert <laughs> title. Um, yeah. So he said it was self-defense. And to be fair, like, it was a really big fight. So I think in that case, like, witness testimony would be pretty scarce because... Mm people outside the fight probably wouldn't have been able to see very much and people in the mm. fight were probably busy trying yeah. not to die yeah. or fighting other well, people. Well, that big of a kerfuffle is fuck it. And especially in a place Fuffle. that's a house, it's a... Even yeah. if it's a big house, there's stuff everywhere. Yeah. So well, I think it was outside. It broke out outside uh, or in the yard or something. Okay, okay. Um, and no, name, no, no Name's defense lawyer also pointed out that he did have a very difficult life um, and has been on the streets since he was, like, 13. Oh, jeez. So, I put, like, the jury, I guess, had reasonable doubt that the shots were intentional. Um, because instead of finding No Name guilty of second-degree murder, mm. he was convicted of the lesser charge of manslaughter and was given a 12-year uh, oh. sentence. So, again... Is that the one where you were yelling, going, what? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because... Here's the thing. You if you say like yeah, self-defense, okay. You know, that could be a manslaughter thing because it's like, well, you you didn't really use reasonable force. You kind of went overboard, mm. but you were defending yourself. But he brought a if it's true, he brought a sawed-off shotgun Which to a house fun. party. Yeah, yeah. You don't bring one of those. That's not a little dagger or a little switchblade just in case. Yeah. That's a huge fucking weapon. Uh, he probably tucked in his pants, too. Yeah, so this isn't like, you know, I don't know. No. But that's pretty much the end of it. There really was not no, much. No, 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 no. When I was looking into that, too, it was kind of like, okay, three sentences. Yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah, the was, fact that I short, milked yeah. that much from it really shows my yeah, I know. skill. <laughs> A lot of it's always just prose, though. Anyway. Yeah. Back to fun. 
back to fun, I have a little bit of a different story for this one. Um, it's... <laughs> Oops, I dropped my water bottle. Um, this one is admittedly uh, found on a kid's website. But it looked funny. So, I mean, spooky. It looked terrifying. <laughs> so we're I'm going so to do scared. it. There's like a funny picture, too. They just... Ugh, Same. I, you know what? I'm going to set a reminder to remind myself to post it. because You know what? Here. Anyway, so... This is called Antique Doll. On the morning of her birthday, Lucy's mother woke her up and told her a package had arrived in the mail and it was addressed to her. From Amazon Prime. Hell yeah. Free two day shipping. Please sponsor us. <laughs> we, oh my god, okay. Brief moment. Um, I have a Prime account. Everybody in the fucking family uses it. So <laughs> literally daily, there's at least one package rolling in. Because who the fuck goes shopping anymore? I don't leave my bed. <laughs> I don't have to. I'm always, I'm either at school or work here. Anyway, let me start that again. On the morning of her birthday, <laughs> Lucy's mother woke her up and told her a package had arrived in the mail and it was addressed to her. The, the girl hurriedly unwrapped the gift and was horrified at what she found inside. It was the most disgusting old doll she had ever seen. It was completely bald and its skin was cracked and caked in dirt. The worst thing of all was its teeth. Incorrect grammar, whoever wrote this. <laughs> used wrong its. They were long, oh no. pointy sh- Oh no! The grammar! Not the grammar! They were long, pointy, sharp, and beastly. They looked like an animal's fangs. With a shiver, she took the doll and threw it in a corner. Her mother scolded her, telling her that someone had gone to a lot of trouble to send her this antique doll. By digging it out of a shallow the ruins. <laughs> her mother told her she had better appreciate it. Lucy tried to protest, but her mother would not listen. Hold on. This mother was totally fine with her daughter a getting a dirty, fucking... probably diseased doll. Yeah. In Lucy's family, they are appreciative of their lives and what they get. Okay, shall we? And the potential herpes. You know what? It's just a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> and sharing. You get a doll sharing. and you get the hair. Yeah. Um, anyway, Lucy tried to protest, but her mother would not listen. She forced the young girl to keep the doll. So to put her mind at rest, Lucy stuffed the antique doll into the little cupboard under the stairs. Hi, Harry. <laughs> Harry's like, fuck. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? <laughs> a wizard. A lizard. <laughs> Mary, No. <laughs> behind a pile of shoes where she wouldn't have to look at the ugly, evil little thing. It was not until a few nights later when Lucy was lying in bed that she heard a noise. A shuffling sound which went on for about five minutes. Then a brief dragging noise and finally a scuttle like light footsteps walking very fast. By now Lucy was shaking in her bed with fear, unable to move. Then she thought she heard a faint, raspy voice whispering quietly from downstairs. Lucy always slept with the door open and the landing light on as she was a little scared of the dark. She heard the voice say, Lucy, I'm on my first step. And then loud scrambling oh. again as whatever was speaking this. apparently <laughs> turned tail and returned to its place of hiding. Lucy was so scared that she didn't sleep a wink that night, but laid in fear until the break of dawn when her mother got her, got her up for school. Lucy tried to explain to her mother that what had happened the night before, but was so tired that when her mother passed it off as just a dream, she began to believe it might be the case. Of course, it wasn't. Lucy begged her parents to let her throw the antique doll into the garbage, but they insisted that it was a president she had to keep it. So Lucy reluctantly went back to bed, telling herself that it had only been a dream. 
She checked a cupboard under the stairs, but the doll was exactly where Lucy had left her. That night, Lucy fought sleep, but she eventually drifted off even though she had fought sleep. (laughs) Presently, the deep disembodied voice... Presently? Whatever. The deep disembodied voice woke Lucy again. She wondered if she could hear it in her head. Lucy, I'm on the fourth step, it said. Then came the scuffling... The grammar in this is god-awful. Then came the, not two, the scuffling noise. Get an editor. And the voice didn't reoccur that night. Lucy was crying by now, and again she didn't sleep that night. At school, Lucy told her friends about the doll, and of course they laughed at her. Lucy could only think that if the doll was climbing four steps at a time, then there was only one more night to go. That night, Lucy decided to shut her bedroom door. When her mother turned her light out, she asked why Lucy was no longer scared of the dark. Lucy replied that she was and she could leave her light on instead of the hall light. And could she leave the light on instead of whatever? But her mother pointed out that her bedroom light was so bright it would keep her awake and said no. She's like, that's the point. (laughs) Therefore, Lucy agreed to just sleep without a light. She opened the bedroom curtains instead to light the room a little anyway. Just as she began to doze, she heard the noise. And the voice came very clear this time. Lucy, I'm on the top step. In the darkness of her bedroom, Lucy heard a click and trembled with fear. She wasn't sure, but she thought she could see her bedroom door opening very, very slowly. The next morning, Lucy's parents found her body at the bottom of the stairs. They guessed that she had been on her way to the toilet during the night, and the darkness had slipped and fallen down the stairs, breaking her neck. The antique doll was found beside her body and was buried with Lucy. Everyone said what a tragedy it was. She loved that doll, said her mother. Now they can be together forever. The parents were in on it. The parents were in on it. Yeah. The hired hitman. Yo, make sure to creep her the fuck out first, though. Okay, thanks, fam. Basically. Basically. Oh, man. All right. Shall I do... I have one more. One more? Okay. It's, yeah. Yeah, because my next one is slightly longer than yeah, the first one. This one is called Open the Door. I shouldn't have been there. My friend was supposed to be alone. Three years have passed since that night, but I'll try to tell you what happened as far as I know. Earlier that day, my friend's parents had left for a weekend vacation. She was alone in the house. I offered to come over and keep her company. I arrived around 8pm and we spent the night chatting and watching TV in her bedroom. The time passed so quickly that, before we knew it, it was midnight. That's when everything got weird. We began to hear strange noises outside her bedroom. At first we thought it was just the house settling, but then we stopped talking and listened. They were soft footsteps coming up the stairs. Do you think her parents have come back? I asked. She said her parents were not supposed to return until the next evening. Besides, there were too many footsteps for just two people. I ran over to the door and, just before the footsteps reached the hallway, I turned the key in the lock. Suddenly, there was profound silence. Is there anyone out there? My friend asked nervously. We were sure there was someone outside. But who could it be? Just then, we heard a beep. We whirled around and stared at my friend's laptop. She had just received an email. She opened it. The sender was unrecognizable, just a random combination of numbers and letters. When we read the message, it sent a chill down our spines. Whatever happens, do not open the door. As soon as I read those words, a sinking feeling came over me. My heart was beating fast and I felt like I was about to have a panic attack. I didn't know what to think. Maybe it was just someone playing a silly joke on us. Maybe it was someone trying to save our lives. Now we knew there was someone out there, behind the door. 
Suddenly, we heard a voice. It sounded like my friend's mother. Please open the door. Your father and I were in a car accident. We are badly hurt. Please open the door and help us. When she heard this, my friend stared at me wide-eyed. I can still remember the expression on her face. She was in shock. Neither of us knew what to do. Please open the door, a male voice pleaded. We need your help. <laughs> it sounded just like her father. My friend and I just stood there for a few seconds, frozen to the spot. Then she started towards the door. I grabbed her by the arm and held her back. She turned slowly to me and said, It's my parents. They need help. I'm going to open the door. What about the email? I hissed to greeted teeth. What if it's true? What if they're not your parents? Nonsense, she said. You heard them. Those were the voices of my parents. Before I could do anything, she struggled out of my grasp and walked towards the door. I still don't know what made me do it. Maybe it was sheer terror. The only thing I could think to do was run to the closet and hide. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I was frightened out of my wits. What I heard then, I will never be able to forget. To this day, I have nightmares about it. My friend opened the door and all I could hear were her screams. They were blood-curdling screams filled with pain and terror. I couldn't help her. All I could do was cower in the closet, keeping perfectly still, praying that I won't be found. I don't know how long I stayed there. Could have been hours. By the time I felt safe enough to come out, it was morning. The bedroom was empty and the door was open. My friend was nowhere to be found. I ran all the way home and called her parents. When I managed to reach them, they told me they were still on vacation. They told them what happened the night before and they immediately called the police. They searched for days, but they never found my friend. I doubt they ever will. I don't know what happened that night. I don't know who or what it was that came and took my friend away. But I know they were out there. I also know that I shouldn't have been there that night. I shouldn't know that they exist. I know someday they will come for me, but whatever happens, I will not open the door. And get on the floor. Everybody wants the dinosaur. <laughs> that part's not there. I just had to put it in there. <laughs> why did I have a feeling you were going to do that? That's why I picked it. You're welcome. See, like, stories like that where it's just like, we don't know, mm -hmm. frustrates me. Mm -hmm. Because I get it's There's like... There's no resolution. Yeah, I get it's like, oh, like, your imagination, whatever comes up with is worse. And mm -hmm. I'm like... I, is it? Yeah, but the... it's also like you're being lazy. Yeah. Oh, you what come up with it? it. Yeah. And you're just like, okay. That's that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one more a true crime. This one's... This one's fucked up. Hell Yeah. Uh, not oh, wait, good. true crime. No, no, hell yeah. yeah. No, hell yeah. No, no, yeah. No, yeah. No, no. Um, so, on the how on, on the Halloween... Why do I keep... Okay. On Halloween of 2011, 18-year-old Taylor Van Dyst was walking to a Halloween party. She was texting her friends during this time, mm. and around 6 o'clock, um, she mentioned in her text that she was, quote, being creeped. And that was the last anyone heard from her. Uh-oh. Yes, so she was still alive when she was found, but then later died of her injuries, which oh, were the result of blunt force trauma. Oh, um, no. My interpretation was pretty severe blunt force trauma. Yeah. Uh, this next note I put, Taylor was attacked by the douchiest looking douchebag I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> Fuck, eh? I, because one of the articles had a picture of him. Mm-hmm. And my god, does he look like a douchebag. Oh god. Like, oh. So, this douchebag also had a history of violence against women. Oh, of course. Um, Matthew 
Forster, first, I don't know, Fer- Forster, uh, was around 25 years old at the time, based oh. on what math I could figure out. He attacked Taylor, um, striking her multiple times in the head with a flashlight, and then basically just left her for dead. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, apparently, he was high as shit, being under the influence of vodka, uh, beer, mushrooms, and marijuana. Oh my god. So he was tripping. Jesus. Um, all of that was consumed in that day. So it's not like, oh, he had a little bit yesterday and whatever. No, no, no. Under the influence means it's all at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his lawyer, whose last, a dude whose last name, my note again, is Beach, spelled, that could be like Biatch. Yeah, B-E-A-T-C-H, right? Yeah. Biatch. Biatch. Noted that, although this was obviously a horrible crime, that there were many mitigating factors. Oh, God. My next note is, except, like, no. You're right. Um, as I said, this isn't the first time he was violent against a woman, and it wasn't mm. the first time he was arrested for violence against oh, women. Oh, my God. In 2004, uh, a then-18-year-old Forster, whatever, so, douchebag, crept into the home of a young woman, slammed her head against the wall, and told her that he wanted her. What the fuck? He did eventually leave her alone and, and when she screamed... Um, and said she thought she was going to pass out. So, fuck off. Like, that's just... Ugh. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2005, he went to a Kelowna escort agency. Kelowna is in BC, by the way. Okay. Um, I don't think I mentioned where this was, actually. This is BC. Somewhere. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and he grabbed a sex worker by the hair and held a knife to her throat forcing her oh, to perform sexual acts. Jesus. He also then bound and raped the woman. Oh my god. Um, so the reason that he was found uh, in Van Dyst's murder mm. was because the DNA from that case was linked to DNA found under her nails when she scratched oh. it in the attack. Um, so Forster's lawyer said that he is undergoing rehab and that he is, quote, motivated to change. He does mm. not want to be that person. He regrets that day every day and has done so since then. This is a man who feels remorse. Deep remorse. Yeah. And then I go, except a history like that? Me? No. no. No, you don't. You absolutely don't. This isn't, again, we've talked about people being able to change, but this isn't just a one-off, I fucked up. This was Repeated. an escalation. And also incredibly violent. Yeah. Like, beating someone multiple times with a flashlight is not... No, no. Shooting a Breaking into a home! Yeah, and attacking someone? Fuck! It's fucked up. Yeah. And of course, uh... Okay, so at the trial, or after the trial, Forster read an apology to Marie Van Dyst, Taylor's mother. Yeah. And the judge said that he did seem remorseful, but Marie was like, no! No. Uh, She said the apology felt hollow. He didn't even mention Taylor by name. Of course not. And... I find, like, a lot of these, when they do apologies, it's like, I'm sorry I did something wrong or something mm-hmm. that you found wrong, mm-hmm. rather than, like... I'm sorry your family is feeling this way. I'm sorry yeah. your family is suffering. It's not, I'm sorry that I did something absolutely fucking horrible. To this woman, a person, mm-hmm. a child, 18 years old. Yeah, it's a fucking baby. Yeah. So um, much life ahead of you. Fuck. So, here's a slight ragey part. It's not long, but he was found guilty. But Mm. then in 
So this was about 2014. Um, but then in 2017, a new trial was ordered based on an appeal made by him. The British Columbia Court of Appeal agreed to a new trial based on five issues, one of which was that the original jury should have been told um, his disposal of a shoelace and a flashlight had no bearing on whether he was guilty of murder or manslaughter. Oh my god. Which you could also, like, make that conclusion on your own because murder is intentional and and manslaughter is usually due to, like... In the you moment. being yeah. criminal in another way, like criminal negligence almost, or mm-hmm. like, yeah, you fucked up in one way and it ended up in someone dying. Yeah. Um, but it's no, like, I didn't sit here and write this out. Like, it's something that yeah. happened. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, murder, first degree murder is premeditated. Second yeah. degree is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also said that the jury was incorrectly instructed on how to interpret Taylor's last text to her friends, the one that said she was being creeped. Mm-hmm. And my notes was, this is just so fucked up, because he confessed to the attack. Oh. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I, I acknowledge that I did it. But oh my he God. was contesting um, that it should be manslaughter instead of second degree, or second degree murder instead of first. I think oh. it was first because just of the sheer violence of it. Yeah. Um, so it's not always premeditated. There's, you know, extenuating circumstances. Yeah, where, it would have to be absolutely fucking gruesome, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Which is like, dude, like, you beat this girl to death with a flashlight. Yeah, what the fuck else, man? What the fuck else? There, That's like, I just can't see how that can be anywhere near manslaughter. No! Based on my limited knowledge of the law, but like, still. Oh, it's, so this is the one where you were screaming about manslaughter. Yeah, and oh, okay. poor Marie Van Dyst, it was bad enough that she lost her daughter in such a terrible way. Mm-hmm. But now she has to relive it again for a new trial. Yeah. And these are some quotes from her. Um, It's certainly not a case of victims having any rights at all. It's more concrete evidence that, for us, that the accused slash convicted have all the rights. Which, I mean, is a very strong statement, and I don't 100% agree with it, because I think, you know, whether you're convicted, accused, or a victim, you should have the fundamental human rights guaranteed to you Mm -hmm. by our Constitution. Yeah. But I do wonder, like, it's like, how does he get a new trial based on these tiny little things? Whoever the judges who made that call is a piece of shit. Like, there's, and what kind of consideration for the family is there that this was such a horrific crime, and then three years after they thought they could put this behind them, you bring it up again. And to go over it all over again. Yeah, like, it's just... And she goes on to say, It's like a nightmare case of deja vu. We're back at square one. Jesus. Just when you think your life can carry on and create new, better memories, it all comes flooding back. Yeah. We're having to brace ourselves to go through it yet again. Yeah. But at the very least, he was, again, no surprise, found guilty of first-degree yeah, murder. No fuck. And was sentenced to a life sentence with chance of parole in 17 years. So he had it better off before. Uh, no, I think that they, I, it seemed like they maybe kept the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. They just took out whatever he actually did. Which was, but. okay, like, even if you want to take out the completely, like, the human element of the mm. fact that the family and the friends of the victim have to relive this shit. Yeah. Uh, what about the cost? Yeah. What about the time cost? You're wasting people's time. Our legal system, and I've said this many times, is so backed up. It's fucking clogged. Like... In both, I think both of the murders that I talked about, um, it took like three years for them to get to trial. Jeez. 
Yeah, you're right. So, like, sure, you know, you can you can get like new evidence and build your case more in that time. But also, like, your witnesses, their testimony, like, if you have witnesses, their testimony is going to be Sorry, less reliable because there's more time, that was right? Weird. Yeah, like more time has passed. So, and then it's not fair for the accused either if you want to consider them because now they're sitting being like what's going on yeah because yeah if they were found guilty then they do get credited for whatever time they spent in custody but if they're not guilty then they just spent three years in prison yeah um and it's just like and it's such a long arduous process for everyone involved and worst of all the the friends and family of the victim it's traumatizing the victim if if it wasn't a murder like it's it's awful, and this kind of bullshit is just a waste of time. And it honestly, is. like, it the appeal should have not gone through. No, I agree. Just because, if I recall correctly, to successfully make an appeal, you have to show that, like, whatever the issues are could potentially change the outcome mm. of the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to be significant enough. And I don't think those no, issues... No, I mean, no. although we only learned two of the five issues, but I think those were, like, the main ones Mm. those ones i don't think would have changed the outcome of the case Mm. yeah so it was a waste of time yeah and i'm angry now yeah do you have one more light one fuck them to end this not a light one i do have another scary story that i think would be yeah like a yeah yeah Yeah, because that's 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 upsetting man that's very upsetting i told you it was gonna be rage that man fuck that yeah um actually i would like an appeal okay okay you're still fucking rotting in jail you fucking sack of shit but it's like no i murdered her and now i'm gonna make her family suffer twice over six years of time how sorry do you really feel oh he's not sorry that's right all. he's sorry i got caught yeah anyway so i'm gonna go back to my dramatic reading (laughs) and this story is called clap clap that sounds oddly sexual. I know. I'm going to leave that. <laughs> anyway. One day, a young married couple went hiking in the mountains. As the sun began to set, they realized that they were lost. The wife was getting worried, but her husband tried to calm her down and assured her that they would eventually find their way back to their car. However, after walking for hours, they still had no idea where they were. It was growing dark and the man and wife were getting desperate. They didn't have a map or a compass with them, and all of the trees looked the same. Just when they were about to... also kind of idiots. Yeah. Or Blair Witch. Anyway. Mm. Just when they were about to give up hope, they came across an old cabin in a clearing. Oh, maybe Hansel and Gretel instead. Um, (laughs) The cabin looked as if it had seen better days. that's incestuous, then. No! (laughs) The cabin looked as if it had seen better days. It was dilapidated and seemed like it hadn't been used in a long time. Some of the windows were cracked and broken, and a lot of the tiles had fallen off the roof. The husband knocked on the front door, but there was no response. When he turned the handle, it slowly creaked open. Inside, they found it was in a bad state of disrepair. There was very little furniture, and the floor was covered in a thick layer of dust. As the couple cautiously looked around, they noticed a strange atmosphere and a peculiar, musty smell. The walls were covered from- You're in the woods. I know. The walls were covered from floor to ceiling with graffiti. Written in red paint, the words, Death, 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 Same. death. <laughs> Repeated over and over again. Did you, you sure you didn't just find Shelly's hideaway? <laughs> the men and the woman were unnerved. With a shaking hand, the husband reached out to touch the wall. He was horrified to find that the paint was not yet dry. 
The couple were very frightened, but they had nowhere else to go. They knew that the mountain was dangerous at night, and there were lots of wild animals prowling in the woods. Despite the creepy writing on the walls, they decided to stay the night. Going upstairs, they found a moth-eaten mattress that was covered in stains. The husband and wife wrapped themselves in an old piece of carpet to keep warm. No, don't do and that. And tried to make themselves as comfortable as possible under the circumstances. Then they, they lay down together on the mattress and eventually managed to fall no, asleep. No, don't lay down. Oh, gross. I know. Disease. I know. It gets worse. Sometime after midnight, the couple were awakened by a strange rustling noise. It sounded like someone, or something, was moving around outside the shack. Did you hear that? Asked his wife. I think there's somebody out there. Her husband listened for a while, but he didn't hear anything. He got out of bed and walked over to the window. It was too dark outside to see anything. Opening the window, he stuck his head out. Who's there? He called nervously. There was no answer. He was about to go back to bed when his wife said, Maybe it's someone who can't speak. The husband returned to the window and said, Is there anybody out there? Clap once for yes and twice for no. Twice for no! <laughs> he strained his ears to listen. The stars twinkled in the night sky. The crickets were chir chirping loudly. All of a sudden, he heard a loud... The man turned to his wife and said in surprise, You were right. There's someone out there. He leaned out the window, and his eyes scanned the darkness. He couldn't make out anything in the pitch black. Are you the owner of this cabin? He asked. Which is a no. You... <laughs> FYI. Yeah. Are you a man? You're a woman then? Are you human? A chill ran down his spine. He swallowed hard and croaked. Did you come here alone? How many are with you? Clap once for each person. <laughs> to the left. <laughs> to the right. Take it back, Royo. No. Five hop this time. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That's why I wanted to share that one. It ended with the many claps, by the way. The whole thing was that they were being you know, watched by a lot of things. Okay. Yeah. I get, it's creepy, but also, like, it's like that story, you must have <clears throat> come across it at some point, where it was kind of the same deal where, like, a man was lost in the woods, finds a cabin, mm. no one's there, and mm -hmm. he's like, well, I mean, no one's here, it can't be that bad, right? Mm. So he goes to bed, and he wakes up, and he's like, oh, there's, like, all these awful paintings around the wall, yeah, like, yep. scary-looking men, and then wakes up the next morning when it's daytime and realizes they were they were windows. Yeah. Um, do we have time for one more? Yeah, we have time for one more. Also, I just like would like to point out that I'm maybe the kind of little shit who would have just done that. Like clapped? Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Thought I'm gonna shuffle because my legs in pain. Huh. And then Mary would be beside me, doing pissing my pants. I mean, like that's yeah. right, bitch. There's so many of us. <laughs> we are legion. We are legion. Um, yeah, okay, we've got time. So, I'm gonna do another one called Video Camera. I hope you guys like my fucking weird-ass narrations. <laughs> video Camera. Because I'm a digital video production student. Oh, my... <laughs> Hello? Okay, we're good. She, like, hit, whacked me in the headphones, and for a second there, there was no audio. Okay, so it's called Video Camera. A few years ago, there was a young man named Brian who went to university. He didn't have enough money to live in the campus accommodation, so he had to rent an apartment on his own in the city. After he had been living there alone for a while, he began to notice some strange things happening. Often when he came back from college, 
The curtains in his bedroom would be drawn when he distinctly remembered having left them open when he left that morning. At other times, some of his belongings seemed to have been moved and other possessions were nowhere to be found. Maybe this was that masked... Right? That's what I was thinking. last episode. <laughs> That's so messed up. <laughs> These strange occurrences started to creep Brian out, so the young man decided to talk to his friends, Trisha and Alex, about the situation. They met him at a local diner and, over coffee, good people, he told them all about the strange things he had noticed. Maybe I'm just being paranoid, said Brian. But I just get the sneaking suspicion that someone is breaking into my apartment during the day while I'm at university and... And what? interrupted Alex. Arranging your curtains and moving your stuff around? Who in their right mind would bother doing that as a matter of fact? Alex! Someone in Richmond, B.C. is having fun with this. It sounds crazy, but you might have a stalker, said Trisha. It's a possibility. If it's true, I think the best thing to do is contact the police. What can the police do? asked Alex. They're not going to spend their time keeping your apartment under surveillance. Besides, there's no damage to any of your things. There's no sign of a break-in. In short, there's no evidence. So what options then? pleaded Brian. I can't just do nothing. I know how you can put your mind at ease, said Trisha. It's easy. Just get a video camera, set it up in your bedroom, and leave it running when you go to college. If you really do have a stalker... Whoever says that? When you go to college. college. You see, when, when you, you go, go to, to class. Or class, yeah. yeah. If you really do have a stalker, you can show the tape to the police as evidence. You know, that's a great idea, said Brian. And if you're really just paranoid and crazy, you can show the tape to your psychiatrist, joked Alex. Hey, you know what? Fuck you, Alex. Eat shit, Alex. Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> Sorry. Did that take you out of the fucking the mood? He's <laughs> screaming at Alex. <laughs> that night, Brian borrowed Trisha's video camera and brought it home. The very next morning, he hid it discreetly under some folders on his desk. Before he went to college, he pressed the record Ooh, button and left the running. Ugh, that just, I'm sorry, it's just bugging me I'm so much. I'm going to college. During the day, when he sat taking notes and lectures, the young man forgot all about the video camera. It was not until he arrived home and went to his bedroom that he remembered his plan. Taking the video camera out of his hiding place, he pressed the stop button. Then he took out his mobile phone and called his friend. Hey, Trisha, he said. I just got home. I'm going to watch a video. Cool, said Trisha. Don't hang up. Tell me if you see anything. He pressed play and watched a recording on the video camera's tiny screen. He saw himself leaving for university in the morning and closing the bedroom door. Then there was nothing. He pressed fast forward and scanned through the video. The room was empty. Still nothing, he said. I can wait, replied Trisha. Anyway, there's nothing worth watching on TV at the moment, girls. I'm... <laughs> and this is my best part. OMG, cried Brian as he pressed play on the camera. It literally says that. I didn't say that. Oh, no. What? what? Trisha begged excitedly. The door's opening, said Brian. It's a woman. What's she doing? asked Trisha. Just standing there, closing the door, walking around. OMG, so weird. What does she look like? Can't see her face. Oh, my I know. God. Can't see her face. Long, black, stringy hair. Tattered dress. Oh, my God. Is it S- Samara? Is that the name from the ring? Yes, yeah, same. Uh, Do you know her? Japanese is Sadako. Oh, Sadako. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you know her? No, I don't recognize her at all. She's carrying a knife. A big kitchen knife. She's going through my trash. Oh, I know how this is going to end. Now she's picking up my clothes and sniffing them. Same. Ugh, gross. What's <laughs> wrong same. with her? She's going over to the closet. She just got into the closet. Fast forward and see if she does anything else. He scanned through the video for a while, but the room was empty. You know what this means, said Brian. I have the evidence now. I can go to the police and they'll take me seriously. I know, said Trisha. They'll have to. 
Alex is totally going to freak when he sees this. No doubt. He didn't believe you, but I did. I know. How did this kid get into college? I know. You're a good friend. OMG! What? What? Brian plus play again. The door's opening again, said Brian. Who is it, said Trisha? Oh, it's okay, said Brian. It's just me coming home from college. He watched himself on the screen, shutting off the camera. I called this like two minutes ago. Let's go to the police now, said Trisha. I'll go with you. We can show them the tape. Okay, I'll meet at the diner in 15 minutes, said Brian as he grabbed the video camera. Okay. Wait a minute, said Trisha. He said she got into the closet. Did she ever leave? Brian, did she ever get out of the closet? A chill ran down Brian's spine. Behind him, he heard the closet door creak open. Brian, get out of there, screamed Trisha, but it was too late. The phone went dead. When she tried to call him again, there was no answer. Later that evening, the police found the body of 18-year-old college student lying, lying in the pool of the blood. Pool in the pool of Let the blood. Let me try that sentence again. <laughs> Later that evening, the police found the body of the 18-year-old boy... 18-year-old... Co- <laughs> do you want me to do it? Do you need me it's to okay. take over? Later that evening, the police found the body of the 18-year-old college student lying in a pool of blood. He had been stabbed 21 times. The video camera was clutched in his cold, dead hands. Okay, me though. <laughs> Expensive as fuck. Me, of course, fuck, he'd still I'm be taking it, it with me. When the police examined Bitter the camera, they it. discovered that the memory card was missing. No trace of the woman was ever found. Right now, she could be hiding in your closet. I doubt it. Mine's very full. Oh my god, bitch! If you can fit in there, you're welcome to stay in there. I applaud you. I've got like, I've got all my hanging clothes. Sorry for the shuffling. My throat is so And then I've got like. Do I have two old guitars in there or just one? And then a guitar amp. And it's a very small closet. And like oh, shelves yeah, on the other it. side. Yeah, 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 it's small. You know what and mine shit looks on like? on the ground. I have 50 purses on the ground. I literally have like stacks of shoe boxes. My, uh, what's it called? Hamper. All my clothes, stacks of old schoolwork. You can't move in there. You can't even open the door. So I get it. If you can fit in there... Girl, you have earned it. You can go kill me. You can go kill me. You've earned it. Yeah, I I knew that was going to happen, like, halfway into the story. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm like, how did this kid get into college? It's just me. Don't worry. OMG! OMG! Are you okay? Bro? Like, who the fuck is like, oh, she walked into my closet. Woof. Okay, I need, I need to know, like, where did you find that? Like... It's literally the site's called scaryforkids.com. Oh, well, they're not very good writers. No, it's terrible. I think it's community submitted. He went to college, and he left for college. It's it's written kind of, it's very ham-fisted, kind of like when you watch Blue's Clues, and it's like, what's that, Blue? Do you spot a clue? And it's like on fucking giant blue popper. Yeah, it's for kids. I also feel like they do not give kids enough credit. They don't. Kids are like, okay. No, like, even even me, like, when I was a kid, I read so much. Mm. And actually, I remember reading Charlotte's Web, and I'm like, seriously? How is this, like, such a famous book? It was, I found it very poorly written. Yeah. I mean, it was cute because there was a piggy. Yeah, I mean, the that movie was, was great. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the book, oh, I just, I don't even okay. know what that sound was. I don't know either. It was like you got possessed for a split second. Same. I'd just be like, bruh, what have I got going for me? You might as well just possess me. Mm. Anyway, 
Are you doing another one? I'm gonna do two short ones. Okay, so I know I keep saying this is the last one. I found two very short ones because I'm a piece of shit and I love this. Um, this one is called The Chair. When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favorite thing was the ghost. We called her Mother because she no. seemed so kind and nurturing. There's a movie like that. Yeah, Mama. Uh, Mama. Yeah, it's okay. I think I've seen it. Yeah, it's okay. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up, and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. Oh, Mother. Thirsty. Thirsty. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back of the wall of the living room. The back wall of the living room. Wow. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poison milk before bed. Then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. That one was fun. <laughs> I know. Right? No, that one was pretty fun. Yeah. This is one. This one, uh, I'm sure you've heard it before. It's super short. Mommy told me, uh, what's it called? The puppy in the basement. Mommy told me to never to go in the basement, but I wanted to see what was making that noise. It kind of sounded like a puppy, and I wanted to see the puppy. So I opened the basement door and tiptoed down a bit. I didn't see a puppy, and then Mommy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mommy had never yelled at me before, and it made me sad, and I cried. Then Mommy told me never to go into the basement again, and she gave me a cookie. It made me feel better, so I didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy, or why he had no hands or feet. Same. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of this Japanese horror or Korean horror movie about um, plastic surgery, where like, oh, you know how the Korean horror movies are known for their twists? Yeah, it kind of had one of those like, what the actual fuck? Oh no! It was good though. Yeah, it was like good. What the actual fuck? Yeah, not like a huh? Yeah. So I've also seen many of those because I think kind of probably one of the most famous ones was um, A Tale of Two Sisters. That sounds so familiar. It's pretty famous. Yeah. Like if you were to talk about like Korean horror, like it's mm. one of those where it's like, you have to watch it. I seen it ages ago. It oh. was creepy and eerie, but then at the end you're kind of like, oh, <laughs> that's it. There's a Guillermo del Toro movie that's like that. I watched it with my dad. Uh, f- Crimson Peak. Do not watch it. It is trash. We've talked about Crimson. Maybe not on, on the, the show. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no. It's very pretty, though. It's beautiful. But that, that's... Yeah. Guillermo del Toro, this might be, like, unpopular opinion or whatever. I love him. But um, he is very, very good at making things visually beautiful. His storytelling kind of sucks. <laughs> Crimson Peak was fucking terrible. So... Don't waste your time. But it is so pretty. It's gorgeous, but I mean, it was so predictable. Yeah, there oh. was not a single oh like. My God. Oh. Well, my dad sat through the entire thing with me, and we were like, within like twenty minutes, we're like, wow, this movie sucks. But we were we stuck it out. When it finished, we kind of just both were like, my God, that was terrible. That was 
fucking god awful. Well, I've seen worse, so I can't even. Oh say yeah, that. no, no, no. But I know much, some people love worse. it though. But kind of full offense. Kind of don't care. Well, because it's Guillermo del Toro. It's pretty. Tom Hiddleston's in it. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston's butt is also in it. Yeah. Um, and on all those uh, check marks for the tumbler. Oh yeah, check, check, oh. check. And on top of that too, Guillermo always likes to do like a little like, ugh, like fucking creepy sexual thing in like all of his movies. You didn't see me doing the fucking like I was like fucking Sonic hands. Da- you were she was dabbing. Oh, I was doing this thingy. That's basically just a fast dab. Uh, I wasn't like dabbing, dabbing. I was like, it's like a fucking DJ booth music dab. Um. Yeah. That's fast dabbing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. He always is like, oh, fuck you. Just like A Shape of Water, which everybody was like, oh my god, it was amazing. Visually stunning. Story boring. I haven't seen it because I'm like, it, there is no appeal in it for me. No. And, and everyone's whole talked thing is about like, it to death. She fucked the fish. That's his thing. I, again, I, I am a fan of Guillermo del Toro, and I think he makes beautiful movies yeah. just visually. Continue your story. Oh, I think that was about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed this different take of uh, an episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed those stories in my once upon a time in a house in the woods kind of don't touch my face kind of storytelling. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, she's like pushing me away. Physical abuse. <laughs> help. Said help. Call nine one one. No. Anyway, um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, let us know if you did. I have gone from sitting upright to, like, like what horizontal. the fuck? I'm, like, Sorry lying the on the couch. Yeah. We're still in the same setup of well, te- last week's, which is uh, in this room, which is... On couches. Weird. Yeah, we're, we're just kind of moving You're around. like, ooh, back support. Mary, you're not even sitting right yeah, now. Yeah, because it hurts to sit. I, my, I need to go no. lie down and sleep is what I need to do. Anyway, um... We are on the internet, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram at Canada Obscure, all one word. <laughs> Twitter for status yeah. updates of the episodes is best. Instagram for funny memes and also supplementary pictures slash information. Oh, um, speaking of Twitter, sorry, I just had so much problems formulating what I'm trying to say. Same. Um, so last episode, Adobe lost the last, like, five... It was more like ten, 10 to minutes. Yeah. Yeah, of the episodes we had to redo it so i angrily tweeted on my personal twitter like fuck you adobe for having this like expensive but unreliable software so unreliable and they they actually did tweet me because that's usually the easiest way to get a hold of it oh 100 percent. you give them public yeah and instantaneous yeah um and they were like oh like tell us what program what software what os and if it was updated and we're just i'm just like let me tell you the cycle of shit that they'll tell you to do first they'll tell you to update it and you're like i have it already updated to the current version they'll tell you oh okay why don't you um close it and open it again close it and open it again but make sure it does a full quit and reopens and you're like well i've already done that they're like okay uninstall and reinstall and you're like oh well i've already did that then they go oh well the new version has some bugs that they're still working out so just be patient and a, and a patch will be out soon so like, there's no it's, answer there's they're never thing. gonna help you did they there's tweet no... me back i wonder i don't, I don't think even so. know yeah. I, I think they but were anyway, just like meh fuck you in the meantime um you can reach us at canadaobscurepodcast at gmail.com um we are on spotify stitcher anchor google Podcasts, other stuff that will be on either uh, our tumblr website or um, anchor or anchor.fm slash Canada, Canada dash, dash obscura. obscura. Anyway, 
We um, haven't confirmed if the, the dash was there, have no, we? No, we haven't, so we're just going to go with it. <laughs> um, I think that's it for closing remarks. Thank you for liking our shit. Really, really appreciate it. Oh, I didn't say this last episode. Um, we, this is, oh my god, it's such a, like, I noticed two, yesterday? Yesterday, last night, um, that, uh, we had finally surpassed, oh, this oh, would yeah. be two episodes behind anyway. Yeah. We finally surpassed an average of 100 listens per episode, and only one of them is forced. Joey's the only one that has, like, one of, only one of our friends that sits through it every week. So, that means 99 <laughs> average so of people who are, <laughs> have found us well, willingly. Well, no, it's 100 now, because... It went up. Oh, did it? Yeah, you said it was 102. You sure? Oh, no, no, no. That was just the episodes, uh, the updated last episode. Listen, never mind. But thank you, thank you, thank you. We're so proud of us. We never thought anybody would listen to us. We never thought that we would even make it this far. Yeah, we were like, we were like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll do like a couple episodes, see how it goes out. And I 100% expected it to be two listens, one of which is Joey, and one of which was another friend. You know, or, like, the one person who stumbles upon it listens to, like, two seconds and is like, no, this is fucking stupid, and then goes to the next one. So... (laughs) I mean, I feel like most uh, people are like, this is fucking stupid, but it's hilarious. Yeah, it goes to the next one. But thank you so much. We love you guys. And the ones that every single week like our shit on Instagram, like our shit on Twitter... Um, when I do remember to put put anything there, (laughs) who like our shit on... Yeah, um, because Mary's taking... I used to do some of the updates but now mary's been doing all of it because i've been doing the updates i've been doing i've always been doing the editing but i'm also doing the distribution i've been doing the posts and all that eight hours Um, now for the last month maybe a little bit more two weeks two weeks i've only been in placement for two weeks yeah but this thing by the time this goes out oh it'll be a month yeah at this point it's two weeks but by the time this goes out it'll it'll be like the last month i've just been doing all of it so that's also why sometimes it's a bit <laughs> staggered because i'll literally be running in between classes and being like <laughs> instagram <laughs> also and then like off. also um i'm i don't think we've received any questions but i feel like just for me personally like a lot of the podcasts that i listen to they update pretty like i usually know the time frame that they update mm. but the problem with us that i've noticed is that not all the platforms get it right when we upload. No, and they change every week too. Yeah, like sometimes it's like almost instant, like 10 minutes, I'll see it up on one platform, but yeah. the other one will take like three hours. Yeah, or sometimes, yeah. you know, it'll be quick for both. So, um, well, because that's Spotify's why. <laughs> been all over the place. One week it'll be two hours, the next week it'll be half an hour, the next week it'll be three hours. And you just. Stitcher's done that too. Stitcher, yeah. sometimes, Stitcher it was, sometimes yeah. it was 10 and minutes, and then another time so I waited the whole day. can't update any of the sites until it's all on there so you get a lot of like i'll submit it like uh whenever i do submit it usually 11 in the morning or at noon and like it by the time like sometimes it's like oh 12 30 what the fuck everything's good yeah sometimes it's like two okay fine yeah, it's if a little anyone late, but was wondering yeah yeah so we do upload on monday early ish um yeah. Eastern i did Saturday have time, one but... situation where i had to do it late but it was like everything was hitting the fan but um, just check those out because sometimes I do not get around to posting it on, on the socials until later. So, but that's okay. That's what happens yeah. in life. If there's any delays, as we said, check the Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank so, you for listening. Yeah. Um, It'll be November when the next fuck. next one after this gets posted. Jesus like, holy crap. Me. Ugh. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this. We hope you have a happy Halloween and you get to kick back, relax, maybe have some candy or whatever it is that you like to treat yourself with. And or party. Or party, man. 
we're old and or fucking grandmothers, so we don't do it. Pile, <laughs> pile into your friend's living room and yeah, marathon scary movies. Focus. Anyway, thank you for listening. Have a happy Halloween. And no. we'll catch you no. next time. No. Bye. No. Say bye. No. Bye. <laughs> Woo! You fucking Test in a test in a woo ghost test. Oh my god, she's smacking me.